What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast and more spring training news we got for you. Lots going on, like I've been talking about, and one of the big things for me, a big question mark for almost probably everybody this spring training is, what are we going to see out of Greg Bird? What happens with him? Is he going to just be a backup? Is he going to break out like he did when he filled in with for uh, Teixeira? Big question mark, big question mark. But he's been in Florida since January, working out five days a week, and comes into spring training supposedly with packing on some muscle and looking really fit and really healthy. And, you know, he has had, obviously, the injury history, but... He has also, I think, had some bad luck. He's, he's, you know, some of those injuries were not from, you know, physical play out on the field. So we'll see what happens. I was a big fan of Greg Bird when he came up. I think he's got that great lefty swing, perfectly made for Yankee Stadium. And I, this is going to be a good competition. Can't wait to see what happens with him and Luke Voigt, who is another question mark. You know, what, what happens with Luke Voigt? Is he, is he going to be a star with the Yankees? Is he going to continue his great hitting? Uh, you know, I love the energy that Luke Voigt brings to the Yankees. He's just such, such awesome uh, presence there and, and gets guys fired up. So we will see. But let's take a little break, come back, and give you some more. All right, and we are back. And to continue with the spring training question marks, another one besides, well, you know what? There's a lot on the Yankees. There are actually a ton of question marks. We don't know what we're going to get from a lot of people, but one of the people who I'm really concerned about, we're not concerned, but that, showed, that, that means there's a problem. But I, I guess so is Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier, I guess there should be concerns. Uh, concussions are not something to take lightly, and he had those issues last year. So what are we going to get out of him this year? So far, he looks really good um, with that, quote, legendary bat swing. Uh, legendary, is that what they say? <laughs> what is it that they say? It's, it's since he's come over, that was the big quote from Brian Cashman, the legendary bat speed, that's it. Legendary bat speed. And if you saw his video from spring training of him hitting the ball, that is that is a quick bat. That is super quick. And he was crushing some balls. And I really, I'm a big fan of Clint Frazier's. So I hope he is uh, back at full strength and can really compete for that left field job. But that brings into light one of the other things that they have uh, another rumor since Manny Machado has signed with the Padres, and we had that reaction yesterday, and we didn't even do <laughs> we didn't even do our Machado watch. We could have ended it right there because Machado watch is over for the time being. Um, it'll probably come up again in five years when he has to opt out, or in like three years when the Padres want to dump his salary. <laughs> oh boy. 
Major League Baseball. Funny, funny stuff. But who knows? Like I said, Padres have a lot of prospects, and they might actually be able to put up a decent team. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. You never know. Could be one of those like ones that you see sometimes where it's like early in the year, they're the surprise breakout until the uh, all-star break, and then they go downhill. But it'll be interesting. Interesting to see. Obviously get a lot of press on that one. Now, the other rumor, this rumor that I'm talking about, is Bryce Harper. Now all of a sudden people are saying the Yankees are back in it, which is kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy how these rumors start, and who knows who's even starting it. Uh, But, you know, if the Yankees add Bryce Harper, he's looking for a lot. He supposedly has had multiple $300 million million offers, and not sure how that is... uh, how that is uh, structured, whether it's the 10 years like Machado or what. But it's uh, it, it's <laughs> another rumor, another rumor. But I'm not really putting any faith in that one. Um, I have been a big Bryce Harper fan of coming to the Yankees. I think that lefty bat in the order and swing would be pretty tremendous. But... It's another, it's another question mark, and you know that's that's what this is all about, right? So what everybody likes to talk about and think about is uh, what's going to happen with anything. We don't know, we don't know, but it's it's interesting. We'll see how everything shakes out in spring training, and always an exciting time to see what goes on. Other. Spring training note that I like to see is Troy Tulowitzki, who has had some really great positive quotes. And he is another one who seems like he's back at full strength. We don't know. We don't know what's going on with him, if he actually will be or not. Um, but it'll, it'll, it'll make it a good competition to see if he can stay healthy and if he is the opening day starting shortstop. Yankees have... Um, a lot of options in that in that infield to see how they're going to move people around, switch people around. But I have ideas on that. And when I come back, we are going to go over the lineup. And I've got two scenarios. I've got a righty lineup and a lefty lineup, who based on whoever's pitching. If you've got a lefty pitcher or a righty pitcher. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back with that. And we're back. So, as I teased in the last segment, I am going to give some lineup options. And if you've been listening, you know I love to do this. I've been loving to do lineups forever. Always would, you know, guess it, guess it means I want to be the uh, manager of the Yankees. <laughs> that would be, that's got to be an awesome job. Granted, You've got a ton of pressure, but it's got to be one of the coolest jobs ever, right? You win a World Series, forget about it. You are, you are golden. Although, look at Joe Girardi. He won a World Series, and he's, he's, you know, some people love him. Some people hate him. I guess, it's, I guess that comes with the tor- territory. Joe Torre, I don't remember if anybody really disliked Joe Torre. I think everybody loved Joe Torre, right? I guess you got it with that track record, you know. 
so many, so many World Series, but, um, you know, didn't do it late. Did not do it late in the career. So, I don't know. It, it's, it's tricky, but I'll take it. If Brian Cashman is, is listening, <laughs> I will take the job after Boone, okay? Give him another year to try and win a World Series. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. And I've got two scenarios versus left-handed pitching and versus right-handed pitching. And I am a little bit different than people. And, I, you know, at least, at least some of the people today, uh, manager-wise, who, and other people who think this batting second, and I guess it's a statistics thing, is one of the best spots for a guy like Aaron Judge. And I personally don't like it. Uh, you know, I know that whole thing with getting them more at bats, etc. But maybe I'm just too much of a traditionalist. I think Judge needs to be in the third spot, and it's more of a prototypical. Uh, I think he's more of a prototypical three hitter for me in the in the tradition, uh, traditional batting order. And I don't know. I, I just I just think that he has more of a potential to drive in more runs and just a, a better spot for him. So my 3-4-5 in both lineups is Judge Stanton-Sanchez. So let, let's get into it. So versus left-handed pitchers, doing a, you know, Yankees already have a, a heavy righty lineup, so it's kind of easy to <laughs> plug in these because there, there are so many. You, you, could, you could do a all-righty batting order for the Yankees very easily. So that obviously comes into play if, you know, other teams start putting lefties in. But, you know, some guys have pretty good splits against lefties, and, and that's, I feel like that's the true measure of a hitter, if you can hit both lefties and righties. And, uh, you know, I understand it's a little bit different because of the, uh, the release angle and motion of, of each side, but, you know, you're, you're professional players. Come on, get it together. <laughs> like it's so easy, right? But here's my order. And, but you know, it's interesting also, both of them I have put at the top of the lineup, DJ LeMahieu. And Guy is a really great contact hitter, even away from Coors Field. I know some people say he's a Coors Field hitter, but if you look at his contact um, if you look at anybody's splits away from their home ballpark, it, the, the numbers go down. It's just natural. And, you know, I, I'm always curious about that. Like, what, is, it, is it because you're just not comfortable being away? You know, are you not comfortable sleeping in a hotel the night before? I don't know. I don't know. It, it's interesting with the home field advantage and especially the, st the uh, statistics away from a ballpark. So we, we got to get like a major leaguer on here to give us more insight on that. I would love to know more insight. Mario, are you working on that? You are. Okay, good. <laughs> you're, you're standing by the hotline. You're making calls off the, the fireball hotline. Excellent. <laughs> we shouldn't call it that yet. We, haven't had the, we, we don't have the fireball sponsorship yet. So <laughs> No, we love it. We love it. The red bat phone there. That Mario Mon Mans, Mario Mon <laughs> Mans, <laughs> throwing my A's off. You know the New York Mario, Mario, and the New York Mario. 
Oh, anyway. So DJ LeMayu, I've got him in both lineups, but we're, we're focusing on uh, versus left-handed pitching. And I got him first. And then I thought, I thought it'd be interesting to put in Miguel Andujar because he's a great hitter. He just has to work a little bit more on his patience and being a little bit more of an on-base percentage guy. But DJ, then Andujar. I, 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 I think it could work. I like it. I, I like that order, you know. Contact hitter with DJ, getting on base. Miguel Andujar hits a double. Possibly have one, one nothing Yankees, right? <laughs> then we got Judge, like I already talked about. I like him in the third spot. And then we got Stanton at four. And, you know, he had a really great year last year. You know, I think a lot of people expected more from him as in like hitting over 300, hitting 60 homers. You know, I, I think people had super high expectations for him. And I think this is the year he's going to really show what he, what people were expecting from him last year. Next, we got Sanchez. And I think Gary Sanchez is going to break out from last year not not really break out because everybody knows he has the you know large potential to be a superstar in this league and he has shown it and I think this year he's going to get back and he had some dealt with some injuries last year and I think this year with him coming into camp healthy is going to have a phenomenal year and I hope so cuz I really like Sanchez really know what he can do offensively and the, the, you know that lineup alone, those three, to carry a team is is just phenomenal. Some of the best, I think, three, four, five hitters in the game when they are on. Next up, I've got Luke Voigt, and thinking about Voigt, he could be, if Bird comes back and is good, they those guys could platoon potentially. You could have a nice righty lefty platooning. And not sure how either one would be uh, with, with, a plat- uh, with a platoon situation because it's tricky. Some guys need to play every day to perform. And there's some guys who excel at the platoon. And I think it's worth a shot doing that. That is if they both come into spring training and are even. Now, who knows what Aaron Boone's going to do or what Cashman's going to want to do. He, they, you know... They are, they've been depending on Bird. They've been trying to go with Bird from last year. And Voight being the newcomer, you know, brings that energy. I love it, that hop when he hits a home run. Really like him. I like, I like both players. I, I hope it, it is a really great competition this spring. Then next up at, in seventh, got Glaber Torres. And, you know, Glaber hit, what did he hit? Like 25 home runs last year. He, he is a really good hitter. And he, in that lineup, is kind of like the hidden gem. Like, people know he's good, but I don't think teams are really focusing on him. And he can stay in that back of the order and just perform really well. Next up, eight, we've got Frazier. And this is another situation where I think they could do a platoon. You could have a lefty bat and gardener and give him the time off when he needs it and play Clint Frazier against lefties. And I think that could really help Gardner's situation. I think he 
historically has shown that drop-off in the second half, and it could potentially be because he's tired. So this, I, this is probably going to be Gardner's last year. Yankees gave him a lot of money to come back, you know, a lot more than what the market was, uh, was showing, and I think that uh, it, was a, it was a nice offer, really nice offer for a really quality Yankee. Love Brett Gardner and his hustle. So I think it's a good move. And what's another couple of million, all right? <laughs> it's nothing to me. <laughs> so then we go down to ninth, and I've got Hicks at nine. And Yankees have shown a lot with Hicks. They have stuck with him because Brian Cashman basically stole him from the Twins for nothing. And he has shown glimmers of great potential, but he hasn't really put it all together for a full, solid season. And I hope he does. I like him. I really like Hicks, but I think the Yankees are a little too enamored with him. And I could see him, you know, he becomes a free agent after this season. I could see the Yankees possibly, I, I think the, the better move would be, if you can re-sign him very low, it might be good. And we'll see what happens this season. But if the, if the contract, if he's demanding too high, you might have to let him walk. You know, uh, put, you know who knows what will happen with Clint Frazier this year, but he's got speed. He could potentially play center field. Interesting to see. So Hicks, you know, the only, the only one who is a switch hitter in there, batting from the other side of the, uh, be, being, ha having that potential to bat from the other side. But that is, that is my versus left-handed pitching heavy righty lineup, which obviously the Yankees, <laughs> it's natural that they have this heavy lefty line, uh, righty lineup. Now, versus right-handed pitcher. You know, like I said, I went back with DJ at first, like his contact. And then in the two-hole, Gardner. If Brett Gardner can have the time off and be well-rested and slot into the two-hole, he is a guy that sees a lot of pitches and can potentially be someone who gets on base a lot. You know, I know he's had not the highest average, but maybe with some rest, he can, uh, you know, can really perform in that two-hole and get on base, get some walks, move, move the runner over. You know, DJ gets on base, first inning. Gardner gets him over to second base. Judge gets a base hit, and, he, and DJ scores. <laughs> one nothing Yankees. So getting back to the 3-4-5, again, I've got Judge Stanton Sanchez. And you, you, I like that. I like Judge being uh, third and having a little more speed than Stanton and then Stanton, who's got a little bit more speed than Sanchez. And I think, like I've been saying, big year from Stanton and Sanchez bounces back with a big year. Then we've got our platoon situation where I've got Greg Bird in the sixth spot. Lefty bat. Slot him in there. And also, with this order, we've got DJ right-hander, Gardner lefty, righty, Judge, Stanton righty, Sanchez righty, and then Bird is a lefty. So we got that a little bit of breaking it up with a righty-lefty, righty-righty-righty, lefty. Bird, platoon, like I've been saying, if he is back, could be a valuable asset 
to the Yankees with that left-handed bat and, you know, hopefully hit a bunch of home runs at Yankee Stadium. Then, seventh, I put Miguel Andujar in the back there and slotting him in seven. And he can, I, th- I feel like when the Yankees moved him around in the order last year, he could hit anywhere. So I see that as a you know, great spot for him. He's pretty versatile, I think, that you can move him around in the order. Then we got Hicks, and he, being a switch hitter, can break up again. We can go from Bird to Andujar to Hicks. We can go lefty, righty, lefty, and then to Glaber Torres, batting ninth, which, you know, some people call the ninth slot the second leadoff hitter because leadoff, obviously, is only from the first, uh, from the first inning. Is you've got that leadoff better. So there's my lineups. What do you think? Would love to hear from you guys. You can always reach us at email, yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, we are at yankeecrazypodcast. Twitter, yankeecrazypod. And Facebook, go to the Facebook page and like us, yankeecrazypodcast. And if you're listening on the Anchor app, you can leave us a voice message. So let us know. What do you think? What, what would your order be? I would love to see some orders by people because this is, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with it. I think, Mario, I think we need to have you make an order and uh, maybe we'll post a whole bunch. I'll post like nine different orders. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's me. What do, do, you like, do you like playing with the orders? Are you kind of uh, obsessed with it? Um, you know, I forget who that manager was, but I got to ask my brother because I think he, I don't know if it's actually a true story, but I think there was one guy who, uh, one uh, manager who picked names out of a hat. He just like really wanted to mix it up. Team was in a slump and he just pulled names out of the hat. Maybe we should do that one day. (laughs) Just see what the Yankees order would be and see if it would be any good. Who knows? You know, you never know. It it is kind of funny if a manager did that to, to mix up. Uh, mix things up. So, and I feel like no, the, the master at lineups was Joe Torrey. I loved the way he used to maneuver guys and move them around and like go with the hot hand of whoever was playing well and slot them in somewhere. And he, he really had the, the, the Midas touch with that. And, and I feel like guys would always perform. He would like take a chance and, you know, he'd put strawberry in whatever, a cleanup and like strawberry would go off and, and hit a bunch of home runs. Uh, yeah, that was, that was always awesome. But we'll see where this goes. And, you know, who knows if Aaron, Aaron Boone is even making these decisions. You know, uh, if, if you've heard Jeff uh, Samarja with Bruce Bochy uh, retiring, he said that Bochy is the last real manager and that everybody else is puppets. So that's pretty, <laughs> pretty strong statement. And Jeff Samarja, he's, I don't know if he's retiring after this year, but, you know, if he came to my team and I was the manager, I'd be like, yo, dude, what are you talking about? Why are you saying that? But there, supposedly there is some truth to it, that a lot of these guys are run, but the, a lot of these managers and their decisions are run by the statistics departments in these Ball clubs and Yankees, uh, you know, have, have gone to the, the statistics. I definitely like a manager who's, who's going to give a little bit of a feel to the situation and manage like that. I, I think, you know, granted, statistics tell a lot, but 
I think the feel, you got to go back to some of the feel. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what I love about baseball. You know, they, some of these guys like Joe Torre used to have a gut feeling and it would work out for the most part, you know, but who knows? You never know. But that's it, guys. Let us know what you think of this segment and if you, we should do some more lineups, okay? And we'll be monitoring all the spring training news as always. So stay tuned and let's go Yankees.